0: Wow, I suddenly feel like the guy who showed up to the movie late and then gives the plot away to everybody before they've finished it, because that was so remarkable. I don't really know what else I need to do. And yet here I am, standing here before you, charged with a a small task. There are really, I think, two things that strike me this particular Lent. The first one is the phrase, am I not to drink from the cup that the Father has given me? Time has found God innocent in the person of Jesus Christ, and yet we do not bear the punishment for our own falsities, for our own accusations or hatreds, war, and rather Christ still bears them on the cross. Yes, we will drink From that cup today. Today we should be ready to drink in what has been perpetrated in our own hands and to pause if but for a moment or perhaps longer, to look upon the head sublime and to realize that he forgave us because he knew that we did not realize what we were doing Within each of us is a cup of malice. And the only way to overcome it is by the very act we perpetrated in the cross of our Lord. There is no other way. You say that I am king for this that I was born and for this I came into the world. This is the answer that Jesus gave to Pilate. The Interesting word that strikes me and cuts me right to the heart oddly enough, is the word, this. This, for this I was born. For this I came into the world. Think back over the life of Christ for a moment. Close your eyes if you wish. He's born into a stable, a mud hut, surrounded by the dung of animals laid in grass, and it would spend some time as an infant being yanked to and fro into Egypt and back then to Galilee, a provincial town or what we would consider rural at best. All this moving about to avoid those who would already have him killed as an infant, just for being born, then his childhood. What an enormous burden it must be to know who you are As a child, I mean, do you get what I'm saying? We protect our children, rightfully so, when they're young, from taking their innocence away so that they don't see through the beautiful clear glasses of this place the world as it is. And yet, he knew. I have a hard enough time dealing with the pain of braces, not much less anything else for that matter. And then he is baptized into our sin, into our muck of primordial sin, into the gunk and nastiness, and immediately driven into the desert where he does not eat and is tempted by Satan for 40 days. Then Christ moves into his ministry constantly nagged, hung on all day, People will give him no peace. The authorities are constantly after him, trying to catch him, arrest him, trick him. He is not received in his hometown, and for three years he walks on foot and does the will of God to end up in front of Pilate with this statement For this I was born. For this I came into the world. Born to serve, regardless of how he was treated. Born to love regardless of how he was hated. Born to heal regardless of our infirmities, he bore. Born already the Son of God to be the Son of Man. Hated and mistreated even sometimes by his own disciples. For this, he was born. A life spent to love us, to heal us, serve us, wash our feet, serve at our table, Forgive us all regardless of the sin boils down to be left in what seems a final moment. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? A life spent to love us even till the very end when he would look with pity and said, Father, forgive them. A life spent to love us and even to the bitter end when he looked with compassion on two thieves, that hung next to him and said, Today I will be with you in paradise. And then having come from his father and knowing even though the darkness had fallen on the land and God had left humanity for that time, he looked to heaven and said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Having been born of Mary and loving John the disciple, looking to her and him and giving them to one another, Woman, behold your son and behold your mother because he knows he was returning to his father. And then he said, I thirst. This is the most basic of human statements. The body needs water to survive. Dehydration is still the ultimate killer of human beings around the world today. Jesus was human to the end. He had drank from the cup of malice. There was no fulfillment, save the fulfillment of our reconciliation. He was thirsty. Dare I bring you a cup? Am I able to even serve you precious water in this hour? Not even here. I bring hot, sour wine on the end of a stick. This is perhaps the biggest slide of all in the moment, not just a sip of water for someone in pain, even though we have found them guilty. Just a sip, sir, while I die, if you please. No, here is something worse. And then he utters the words, that will forever change the world. It is finished. Was it just his life that was finished? I think not. It was everyone's life from that moment on. If we understand the cross properly, then we know that the cross of Christ is where the human condition of sin and death are finished. But we cannot celebrate that yet for one simple reason Christ has died. We walk the face of the earth day by day, perpetrating acts of sin and violence that grieve the heart of God and the Holy Spirit, sometimes we act as though the cross never happened. I know I do. Or if we don't acknowledge it, we go about continuing to live the way that we always have. That is precisely who we are, not to put too fine of a point on it. It's who I am. And so we arrive at Good Friday. And it is finished. Today... Where do you find your heart? I hope that it is on that cross. The Son of God hangs on a cross for us today. He loves you to the end. He loves me. Spend the day wisely, for we're never promised tomorrow. It is finished. It is finished. It is finished.